0: You know what I find crazy? You know what I find real crazy and real laughable? It's a joke and it's bizarre. It's very bizarre. I find it really weird. You know, everybody has a mouth and everybody runs their mouth. It's just who runs their mouth? And who's certified, you know, who runs their mouth and ain't certified to run it and who runs their mouth and is certified to run it. A lot of times you have these gossip columnists, you have regular people, whether they be your friends, your family, your co-workers, your anybody, anybody. Understand that people are critics. Everybody is a critic, even yourself. And just as when nobody is talking about you or when nobody is criticizing you or nobody got anything to say about you, guess who is criticizing you? Guess who has something to say about you? You do, yourself. A lot of times, though, right, what's getting to me is is how people run their mouth and don't get paid to run their mouth. That's the fucking weird shit. Everybody loves talking about somebody. Everybody loves talking about something and everybody just loves talking period. But the funny part about it is, is when niggas and bitches ain't getting paid to do so. For example, I get it every day. People love to come to me and love to talk whether it be about someone else or rather it be about me or rather it be about anything people love to come to me and talk to me about shit which the thing is I'm a communicator so I I love to communicate okay I like to talk too okay but here's the but here's where there's a disconnect When people got something to say about you and what the fuck you do, even when you ain't doing shit, you ain't giving people a show, you ain't giving nobody nothing to talk about. But somehow somebody got something to fucking say about you. It's crazy. Someone someone that I don't even know and that I don't even fuck with had the nerve to tell me. You talk too much. You don't even know what you're talking about. All you do is talk about politics and you don't even know how the government works. You don't even know about anything. You're such a separatist. All you do is talk about black people stuff. You never want to, you know, talk about anybody else. Why are you like this? It's fucking annoying, right? Now, mind you. There was more that this bitch said, but I don't even want to go on and on and on and on and on. I don't want to go on and on and on and on about it because it's fucking ridiculous, right? So I'm sitting, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, now I know that. Okay, so this bitch seen me some fucking weird, right? She probably seen me while I was performing on a set, maybe some time, some months ago. She probably, you know, on my social media, because I'm popping on social media too, I'm like, but this bitch don't work with me. She don't live with me. So, okay. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I look at her and I'm like, first off, you don't know me. Second of all, you don't know why I talk about the shit that I do. And instead of asking me, you know, instead of having some type of criticism, why don't you just ask me? Why do why do I talk about the topics that I talk about instead of trying to figure out? You know, like it's, instead of trying to figure out why my shit hurts your feelings so fucking much. Like, first off, bitch, I'm motherfucking black. What does that have to do with you? Okay, what does that have to do with you? If I motherfucking listen to rap music all day and cuss all motherfucking day, what does that got to do with you? First off, here's the part that a lot of people get fucked up. And I know plenty of black women and plenty of black men have been here before. Okay. We have this thing where we code switch. So a lot of times when I start speaking, people are like, oh, you're so articulate. You articulate yourself really, really well because I know how to speak. I know how to speak. We need to be spoken. Whatever environment I am in, I'm going to adapt to that. That's just what the fuck it is. Now, of course, I know how, you know, I know how to let somebody know I would appreciate it if you did not talk to me today. I simply do not want to be bothered. And that's all. But then I could be like, you know, well, what the f- why the fuck is you even talking to me? Like, 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 what are you talking to me for? Like, what the fuck? But this woman just kept on fucking criticizing me over the content that I put out there, and I'm just like, instead of criticizing my shit, why don't you just ask me? Because who the fuck are you, right? I'm like, who are you? What do you do? What do you do? Oh, wow. I am I am a manager's leader assistant or whatever the fuck. She says something, but either way it go, her motherfucking title had nothing to do with me and it had nothing to do with what the fuck I do. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, why the fuck are you even criticizing me over my shit? You weirdo. You fucking weird ass stiff hair. Fucking look like you ain't washed your shit in eons. Don't wash your ass with a motherfucking wash rag. Smelling like wet dog and monkey pox ass bitch. Who the fuck are you? Who in the fuck are you? Who in the fuck made you God? Who in the fuck told you that it was okay for you to critique my shit? Because guess what, bitch? You critiquing my shit ain't getting you paid, ho. It ain't getting you fucking paid. It ain't getting you paid, not a cent. Okay? Same thing goes for, it doesn't matter where you at. It doesn't matter if you're in the workplace. It doesn't matter if you if you with your family. It does not fucking matter. The, the problem is, is that it's too many people who are not getting paid to fucking talk or fucking talking. They don't have no credentials. They don't have no fucking de- degree. They don't have... No motherfucking knowledge. No nothing. Just talking just to be fucking talking. Just because I had a mouth and that shit just moves. It's crazy, right? So I, I, I said all that to her. I was like, who the fuck are you? And she was all like, well, you know, I have the upper hand here and, and, and I can go. I could go to my partner. And have him pull sponsorships off your show. Go the fucking head, bitch. Because guess what? Go ahead. Go the fucking head. Go to your boss. Let him know that you got a problem with my motherfucking content, bitch. Let him the fuck know you white bitch. You fucking. (sighs) Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You fucking weirdo. You fucking weirdo. You wet dog smelling ass bitch. Fucking weirdo. Probably. Probably came from a motherfucking incest motherfucking situation. Because that's what the fuck this bitch looked like. She looked like she came from an incest situation. She looked like her, her motherfucking mother and her daddy is motherfucking brother and sister. That's what the fuck this bitch looked like. Straight the fuck up. You look like an incest situation. Like who are you you're just the assistant to your fucking partner you're not even a fucking partner bitch you work literally like three people under him like bitch like get the fuck over yourself you don't even get paid to even sit here to even be talking right now you're supposed to be writing like that's what you're supposed to be doing you don't get paid you don't get paid to fucking give your motherfucking critique out and then first of all you stupid ass bitch ain't nobody asked you i don't know why you fixed your mouth and had the carcassity. i said it carcacity to think that you're gonna talk about my motherfucking shit bitch i ain't asked you i ain't asked you not once nor do i motherfucking care you're not getting paid so i suggest you shut the fuck up because every time you move your mouth you look like you about to die every time you say a word, bitch. It's just a lot of people, a lot of people. And, and and she's not the only one. I deal with this shit every day. I deal with this shit in the workplace. There's people in the workplace running their motherfucking mouth. Like you come here to do a motherfucking job. You don't come here to run your motherfucking mouth. You know, you don't go to your job to run your motherfucking mouth. You go to the job to motherfucking care for people and to look out for motherfucking people. You don't come there to run your fucking mouth. Stop doing that. I'm the only motherfucking bitch on this motherfucking microphone getting paid to talk. Getting paid to talk. I don't I don't understand this shit. How am I the only bitch with a motherfucking microphone getting paid to motherfucking talk but yeah, I'm not out here wreaking havoc. I'm not out here gossiping. I'm not out here motherfucking I'm not out here gossiping. I'm not out here doing shit to motherfucking people. I'm not out here talking about motherfucking people just to talk about people. I don't talk about people, period. Because at the end of the motherfucking day, the only way I'm going to talk about somebody is if I'm getting fucking paid to fucking talk about somebody. If I ain't getting paid, then I'm going to shut the fuck up. A lot of y'all motherfuckers need to learn how to put a dick in your mouth. Put a dick in your mouth and suck that shit. And suck it real tight and real motherfucking good. Because apparently, it just seemed like people just running their muscles, their mouth muscles just to run them. It's fucking weird. It's just really fucking weird. Like, I never know people to fucking do shit like that. I mean, I know people to do shit like that because everybody do it. But it's just like, get paid for it, ho. Get some motherfucking bread. Get some fucking money in your bank account. They ain't running all your mouth and shit. And then all of that, too, it's always the motherfuckers who shit ain't together. It's always motherfuckers who shit ain't together that got the most to motherfucking say. It's always a motherfucking bitch with roaches in her motherfucking house, ain't got no food in her motherfucking fridge, probably one month away from a motherfucking eviction notice that got something to motherfucking say. It's always these broke ass, ugly ass, dirty ass, crusty feet, stank pussy, motherfucking used up asshole, motherfucking stale ass fucking ripped-ass nipples about to come off of the motherfucking titties, no teeth ass motherfucking bald head with patches in the motherfucking sides and middle-ass bitches. That always got something to say. It's weird. It's like, bitch, get some soap with a motherfucking wash rag. Wash your motherfucking ass. Wash the fucking crusties out of your motherfucking pussy lips in your hole, bitch. Wash the motherfucking dingleberries out of your motherfucking ass. Get some motherfucking bread in your bank account. Get some fucking beef in your fridge, motherfucker, and pay your motherfucker rent before you be out on the street, hoe. You sitting there talking about everybody else. You talking, 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 always up in somebody else's motherfucking business. And then you wonder why you motherfucking broke, bitch. Find you some motherfucking business instead of being all in everybody else's business, you stupid trick. This leads me to motherfuckers capping we talking about motherfuckers that talk too much. People don't understand the difference between the real world and the motherfucking internet. It's always these fake ass bitches and these fake ass niggas out here that's always motherfucking capping on the motherfucking internet. Love bragging about every motherfucking thing they doing and that they motherfucking getting. That motherfuckers believing that the life that they motherfucking living, that this shit is motherfucking real. This, shit, Come on, really? And this, this goes on because I'm talking about a situation that has been um, circulating around the web. Now, of course, certain blogs ain't talking about this shit. Certain blogs ain't talking about this shit. I ain't no motherfucking blog. I'm just a motherfucking comedian, but <clears throat> why not? right it's always these bbl silicone up ass motherfucking bitches silicone done shot all the way from their titties and ass to their motherfucking brain ass bitches it's always these fake body ass bitches that be fronting on the fucking web always and it's always these dumb ass lame ass Motherfucking low, broken self-esteem ass niggas out here that always fuck with these stupid type of bitches. And I know a lot of bitches is gonna be mad. Like, oh, what are you talking about women who get their body done and blah 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 blah? Bitch, if adult motherfucking apply, let that shit fly. It's always these hoes that be on the internet capping, and it be these bitches that be getting famous. It be these airhead ass fucking blogs. And these bored ass niggas and bitches on the fucking internet that be making these dumb ass hoes famous. There's some girl on the internet. She's famous on the internet. She's not famous nowhere the fuck else. She's famous on from the internet. She's not no actor. She's not no actress. She's not no musician. She's she's she she's not she don't even own a legit business like what she don't own no clothing no clothing line she not no nurse she not no doctor she not nobody the only thing that she's known for is fucking and sucking the rapper's dick bruh and had a whole kid with this nigga I think allegedly but when it's not alleged Is that she was fucking and sucking on this rapper. Okay? She was fucking and sucking on this rapper. Her and the motherfucking rapper on Instagram bragging about their cars. Bragging about their jewelry. Bragging about the land that supposedly she had bought for him. Bragging about the gifts that he supposedly bought for her. Come to fucking find out. The car that the rapper had supposedly and quote unquote had bought for the chick, she bought. And went on Instagram and straight laughed with straight capping was like, oh, he bought it for me. I love my baby. He bought me all these gifts. Bitch, you buy yourself gifts. It's okay. A lot of these bitches, and here's another thing about a lot of these fake ass bitches, a lot of these fake ass media whore ass bitches that be on the internet. A lot of these Instagram models, a lot of them got codependency issues. A lot of them. A lot of them got codependency issues. They cannot, they cannot live without the motherfucking attention. They cannot live without the fucking attention. I beg of you, they cannot live without it. They cannot live without the shit. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. So then, come to find out, he ain't buy her the shit. She bought the shit. Then, literally, literally days before they announced online that they had broke up, she was on Twitter bragging about the chick was on Twitter bragging about um selling the motherfucking Lamborghini that he quote unquote supposedly had bought her. Come to find out, the girl whose friends. With the the girl's friend who is friends with another friend leaked the shit out. Leaked the whole motherfucking thing out. Come to find out the Lamborghini was hers, and not only is she not not only can she not sell it, the shit is getting repossessed. It's getting repoled. Bitch ain't pay her lease. She ain't pay her lease on that car. Come to find out the land that she, the the land that she had supposedly had bought for him, come to find out that land wasn't even bought or paid for. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, and here's the thing too, right, because. A lot of people do this, and 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 I, I used to do this at one time because I've been on I've been on social media for a long time. I've been on Instagram since Instagram was created before Facebook bought Instagram when Instagram was just independent. I was on Instagram, okay, back then we used to see porn or fucking Instagram. Yeah, I was on Instagram at that time. I had a whole motherfucking account. The account that I have now, that was that is literally. My second account that I had on instagram and I had that account before I had that account made for me literally two months before Facebook acquired it back in 2012. The first account that I had it got fucking hacked and deleted. Literally since the second account that I had I literally made two other accounts, I have one account that I have literally for my media website and then i have a whole nother account which is going to be my personal account if this motherfucking account that i have gets deleted by instagram um it's a whole lot of fraud in online and people need to stop fucking doing that shit stop fucking lying because people don't people need to understand that the more people know about you and you're putting it out there online You got to be careful of the people that you're around once you become a a, a celebrity online because your friends and shit will leak your motherfucking business. It's just best if you're going to become famous, don't have no friends. You got to sacrifice something. Latino culture. (sighs) Hold on, guys. I have to take an intermission. All right, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. I had to take a little intermission because I'm going to keep it all the way 100. I had to take a piss. Okay. Little child. KTB? You heard KTSC, period. You already know. Y'all already know. You know, I, 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 as a as a foundational Black American who is a descendant from American slaves, I could see through the racism. I could see through the agendas. I could see through the so-called unity. I'm about to say some things that are gonna be very controversial. A lot of people are not gonna like them. Um, I might even get in some serious trouble, but... This is my motherfucking show. This is my motherfucking shit. So let's go. Let's fucking go, right? Hip-hop, the genre of hip-hop is a foundational Black American genre that was created exclusively by foundational Black Americans. The genre of hip-hop was for us who talked about the frustrations that we were dealing with as foundational black Americans in inner cities during the time of, you know, during the time of the seventies and the eighties. At that particular time that that hip hop was created, we were dealing with democratic politicians who... Put the economy into a a recession. It was Democrats back then before Ronald Reagan came into the mix, before the Republicans came into the mix. the The Democrats had put New York City so far in the motherfucking hole. You talking about. Hardly no foundational black American families having jobs, no foundational black American families being able to get certain uh subsidies, certain um you know things to be able to take care of themselves, certain subsidies I mean certain benefits such as food stamps, cash assistance, welfare, whatever the hell it may be um at that time you also had drugs that were being that were in the mix. So at that same time you had, you know, we're dealing with the heroin epidemic. And it wasn't just white people that were being affected. It was black people that was being affected as well. So you're dealing with that. Then you're dealing with Um, gentrification as well. So gentrification was going on in the 80s as well. And and it was going on in Manhattan. It kicked off in Manhattan. So now you're dealing with black families, foundational black American families being pushed out of their homes. And then you have this little drug in the mix called cocaine. You, you you add that in the mix. You add the oppression that was already being purposely done by the Democrats and the Republicans. But at the time, the people that were in power were the Democrats. So you have this going on, right? So not only do you have that, but then you have, you know, drugs. It truly felt like. And I wasn't alive at that time, but I was impacted by the drug war. My mother was impacted by a drug war. My, some of my family members were impacted by a drug war. Um, at that particular time, it truly felt like the United States government was truly and intentionally committing genocide on foundational Black Americans. And they had help. Of other races to do it. The Latinos are the first people. That I'm going to throw in this mix. Because this is is who I'm addressing. I need for Latinos to understand. That here in America. In the United States of America. Nothing is yours. Nothing belongs to you. You're a guest. You're a guest. When it comes to hip hop. Hip-hop is not your genre. It is my people's genre. It is foundational Black American people's genre. And here's why I say that. Because in Spanish, in every single Spanish country, in the Caribbean, hip-hop was banned. And in most Caribbean countries, and not even Caribbean, but in most Spanish uh, countries, in the Caribbean, hip-hop is still banned. In Puerto Rico... and i'm I'm addressing y'all in particular, the Puerto Ricans. I need for y'all to understand that hip hop is not y'all's. It does not belong to y'all. y'all are a guest in the genre. The genre is home to foundational black Americans. This is our culture. It is not yours. You are a guest. And I say this because rapper Fat Joe, who is a Latino rapper from the Bronx. Literally said that Latinos helped created hip hop, which they did not. It is so bad that he is getting dragged by his by his bald head skull cap on Twitter by black people getting dragged to filth. I mean. I mean, the nigga might be called Skinny Joe after this motherfucking dragon because straight the fuck up, he getting dragged to filth for saying that shit. And rightfully so. I'm not gonna sit here and take away from Fat Joe that, you know, he made his own lane in the culture. He was able to come into the culture and be able to... Thrive in it, get what he wanted out of it, and then leave the culture, which that's what a lot of Latinos do anyway. Y'all come into the culture, y'all get what y'all want out of the culture, and then you dip. And then you go and you take that money that you done took from the culture, and then you go over to your white zaddy and cash out with white zaddy. To come to realize that why zaddy don't fuck with you either. So now he takes your cash, you're out, and then you got to come back to the culture. Because you're assed out. And that's what a lot of these people do. That's what a lot of them do. And. As a foundational Black American, I have to call it out how it is. Now, like I said, this is comedy. We we here, we laughing, we laughing, we joking. I'm talking shit. We vibing. Like I said, YKTV, you know the vibes. We vibing, right? And I'm not. And I and I don't. I don't hate Latinos. I don't. I actually love y'all and I love y'all to the point that we have, I have to be honest here. Because this is how black people, black Americans, foundational black Americans, this is how we feel. And is to the point where we actually want to kick y'all the fuck out. We don't want y'all here. A lot of us are starting to echo the sentiments of Donald Trump, build that wall. Because it's the disrespect, it's the disrespect and the disconnect that you guys deliberately engage in. That is the fucking problem. There's a problem. The disrespect, the anti-black racism, has to stop. Because, well, as foundational Black Americans, we're we're starting to come to a conclusion that we don't really want to be. We don't want nothing to do with y'all. Now, me. I'm speaking for my community. Now, as for me personally, I experienced racism from the Latino community. Actually I experienced racism from the Latino community and from the Caribbean community and of course from the white community, but that's a given, but I experienced it from them too. Considering the fact that, you know, you would think because we have the same skin color, That maybe we can identify with the same experiences of of being Black, living in the Western Hemisphere, and the racism and the bullshit that comes along with that. But apparently, there's a disconnect. And even though I have the expertise and the credentials to talk about this, Don't Kill the Messenger is not technically this. You know, I, I I love the Latino culture, you know, as far as the food is concerned, you know, certain styles and everything. And not only just the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, you guys are people, but what has to be understood is that you cannot come onto a foreign land and disrespect the people who were born and raised. And I actually built this country. Foundational black Americans built this country. White people did not build this country, okay? Let me say that again. White people did not build this country. They were fucking lazy. They were so fucking lazy to the point that they had to go to another continent to get melanated human beings to come over here to build and produce their labor. Okay? Okay? I don't know if that gets any more retarded than that. So the fact that a lot of Latinos, um, got this, uh, white supremacy mindset, that's an issue. You cannot come into another country, get into the culture and then try to take from it and then try to take credit for something that you did not create. You, You people, you guys don't see us foundational black Americans. The Latinos do not see us foundational black Americans coming over to their countries, coming over to their land, and then saying that we created shit when we didn't. We guessed in y'all home, just like y'all are guessed in our home. This has to stop. It's time that people start respecting foundational black Americans and give us our fucking credit. We created everything. Give it to us. Give it to us. We created everything. Just say, yeah, like how we do shit. We are the motherfucking shit. Okay. We are fly like that. We are motherfucking gods and goddesses. We are motherfucking gold. My nigga, we we built this shit. Just say that y'all like what we do. And give us our motherfucking credit and stop being disrespectful. Stop. And not only that too, keep it real. Be real with yourselves for why y'all are here. Because if it wasn't for us African-Americans, if it wasn't for us black Americans and African-Americans, y'all wouldn't be here either. Because the laws that made it possible for y'all to be here, yeah, we did that. We did that. I think as far as hip hop is concerned, because, um, I'm a hip hop aficionado. I'm a hip hop enthusiast. I live, I breathe this culture. I'm also a former rapper as well. And, you know, I'm a writer as well. So I've I've wrote songs for some of, I've ghost written songs for, for some of y'all favorite fucking rappers, believe it or not. And I'm not sitting here bragging. I've ghost written for some of y'all favorite fucking rappers. So as somebody who is in the culture, as a foundational black American, who I don't speak no other languages, but American English and American dialects that speak literally African American vernacular English. I want to say So the Latino community, stop disrespecting foundational Black Americans in our culture. Stop doing that. Stop doing it. You know what has gotten me, you know what has grinded my gears lately? You got these unlicensed ghetto fucked about 99 niggas and had 10 kids with these 99 niggas. Ain't squirt the motherfucking nut out of her pussy ass hose Charging a thousand dollars for some motherfucking braids and they don't even have a license. Never even gotten formal training. I was on TikTok one day. And it was an ad. Some chick had posted an ad. Advertising her services. And she's literally charging $1,000 for some braids. $1,000 for braids. Talking about some. You know, the shit that come with it. People were commenting like, wait a minute, bitch. You charging people rent prices for some motherfucking braids. Like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, you really charging that much for some fucking braids? She was like, well, you know, braids is a luxury. Braids is not a motherfucking luxury, bitch. Braids is not a motherfucking... It's not a luxury. Who are you? Are you black? Are you even black American? Like... Are you fucking serious, bitch? No. Ain't nobody finna fund your motherfucking city girl habit, you stupid bitch. Ain't nobody finna fund your city habit, you ugly ass, dirty ass, broke ass, unintelligent. Can't use your brain for shit. Only know how to use your pussy ass, bitch. Ain't nobody finna pay for your lifestyle, hoe. Ain't nobody finna pay for that shit. It's crazy as hell. These bitches really got the fucking shit fucked up. COVID got these bitches in the motherfucking tizzy fit. Got these niggas and bitches in the tissy fit. Bitch, bitches and niggas are scamming all over the motherfucking place. they scamming all over the place. First off, braids is a part of black culture. It is just like wearing bras and panties and motherfucking clothes and sneakers, bitch. dollars bitch my own rent don't even cost that motherfucking much bitch and you charging a thousand dollars for some motherfucking braids this shit that's a part of our motherfucking culture this shit that has been able to help us get out of systematic oppression and motherfucking slavery, the the, the 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 very same thing that has helped grow hair out of our goddamn scalp and has helped us be able to preserve the health in our culture, and you charging a thousand dollars for that shit, you exploitative as bitch. A thousand dollars for some fucking braids, yeah right, bitch. Alright. I'd rather, I'd rather suck your grandfather's dick and lick the nut and lick the nut and the shit off his ass before I motherfucking pay you a thousand dollars for some braids, you stupid bitch. It's crazy as hell. These hoes, let me tell y'all something. People need to learn how to use their motherfucking brains. There was this thing, right, for those who grew up in the 90s or the 80s, right? And you grew up with the United Negro College Fund commercials. And they used to, you know, they used to have this uh award show that they would do. I think it was called the Evening with the Stars, and they would have this shit like every year where they would give out awards and stuff like that to the stars. And I guess it was it was to bring in some money to the United Negro College Fund. I don't ever wonder what happened to that goddamn program heard about that shit in the last motherfucking 15 to motherfucking 20 years. What happened to the United Negro College Fund? That is a good question. What happened to that shit? Because apparently, apparently, I haven't heard. I wonder what happened to all that money. Did that money go to the HBCUs? Did that money get enough black people scholarships or what? Or did they get disbanded or something because the federal government found out they were scamming niggas too? Anyway, That is not the motherfucking point. The point that I'm trying to make is it is okay to have a job. It is okay to have a job. It is okay to have a job job because not everybody can be an entrepreneur. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody have the brains and not everybody's chakras is lined the fuck up to be able to conduct a business. If you are charging a $1,000 for something that is kind of a necessity and a culture, you are kidding your fucking self. Ain't nobody finna fund your motherfucking crab legs. Ain't nobody finna fund you getting flued the fuck out. Ain't nobody finna fund your fake ass motherfucking five donor ass Remy bundles. Ain't nobody finna fund your motherfucking rent bitch. And ain't nobody finna fund your motherfucking drinks and shit on the motherfucking beach. And ain't nobody finna fund your motherfucking party drugs either. Y'all bitches got the shit fucked up. Y'all city girls got the shit fucked up. Y'all city boys got the shit fucked up too. Oh, in another episode, I'ma talk about y'all motherfucking hobo sexual ass niggas. I'ma go in on y'all too. I'ma go in on y'all too. Oh, it's gonna be a roasting of a motherfucking lifetime, but right now this ain't that conversation. Speaking of chakras. This is summer 2022 and my summer was very fucking, uh, it was blah. It was very stressful and it was very life-changing. Um, I went back to school and I decided to become a PCT because I had to, um, yeah, it wasn't nothing that I was like, yay, I want to go do because I wanted to. No, it was something I had to do because it was either that or my fucking bread. So, yeah, that's what I did. Like I said, I work in the healthcare field and I've been working in this field for 15 years. I've been a certified nursing assistant for 15 years. Um, This is like the first ever that I've ever become, that I've ever been a tech. And... Um, a patient care tech. It is a step up from CNA. I don't want anybody to ever say that being a patient care tech is not a step up from a CNA because yes, it is. Add it on to the skills that you already possess as a CNA. Two of the skills that you possess is um taking blood, that means dealing with needles and you're focusing on the heart you're focusing on the cardiovascular system you're focusing on the heart so with the heart you are trained to work with a machine called an electrocardiogram not really going to give you guys a full lesson because this is not what this is all about you guys came here to motherfucking laugh your ass off and feel some smoke like i said i'm keeping that motherfucking same energy so anyway I sacrificed a lot for this job that I work at, and um, and I'm glad I'm glad I did because who would have thought that I would have needed to become a PCT? Who would have thought that that? And it was only a three-week course that I did in the summer. So I i don't want y'all to make it seem like I this was like a three-month three course. No, this was a three-week course, three-week accelerated course. I had no fucking time. I was like in the books. I was in the class. I was like, I had no time. So imagine doing this. You're in school. You had to do the book work. Got to do the classwork, Got to do all of this and then you're working at the same time. So I would be in class while I be at work cuz you know post covid, quote unquote, you know when covid hit, motherfuckers you know had to use video um video messaging apps like Zoom, Duo, Skype. But I'm gonna let y'all know right now, I rather I'd rather suck at STD-infested dick with motherfucking shards coming out of the motherfucking pubic hairs and ball sack poking my motherfucking chin as I'm sucking on it with fucking stale, dirty-ass-smelling crazy-ass nut in my mouth to be swallowed while I'm being choked up and slapped up than to Ever use Zoom. Ever the fuck again. I hate Zoom. Zoom sucks. Let me tell y'all something. Zoom fucking sucks. The shit always motherfucking crashed. The sound was never motherfucking working. You couldn't use a Bluetooth on the shit. And it was always fucking crashing. Oh my fucking God, yo. If it wasn't for my professor being very understanding and being kind and just understanding and literally working with me, I swear to God, whoever owns Zoom, just know that I don't ever want to meet your ass. I don't ever want to meet your ass. I don't want to meet you. Because if I meet you, just know what's on site. Zoom is the worst motherfucking video calling system ever on the motherfucking planet earth. It is it is horrible, it is trash. But anyway, I depleted a lot of energy this summer. I depleted a lot of my good energy this summer. I was very moody, um very disillusioned, I was very overthinking, I was very paranoid, and I was very sad. Very sad this summer um, because I was going through these changes, which were necessary changes. They were, they were, thank God for these changes. But I mean, this summer was a fucking doozy as fuck. And on top of that, I was working, 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 and working. So I gave a lot of my energy to a lot of people this summer. I gave a lot of energy to my job this summer. And um just recently I had to pull my energy back. I had to pull my energy back. I had to really get deep within myself spiritually, and then I had to start doing shadow work. For those who don't um under for those who don't know, I am Buddhist and I practice uh African-American hoodoo and um root work. Um I'm also a healer. So I also work to try to, you know, help people find solutions in their life spiritually to be able to, you know, help with other areas in their life. So I am a healer, but I'm self-healing myself. I have a medium who, you know, reads cards for me and, you know, gives me advice and, you know, does some work on me as well. But nonetheless, I had to pull back my energy And I had to cut a lot of people and I had to cut a lot of things off. And I'm glad that I did. One of the things that I will not be engaging in anymore is gossip. I will not be engaging in gossip. That is not conducive to me. If it's not any information that I feel like that I need to know or that will impact me, I necessarily don't want to hear it. And another thing, too, that I don't want to hear is people's criticisms anymore. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Um, I don't want to hear it. I had to pull my energy back. I had to cut off a lot of people that I was friends with anymore. My perception of friends have definitely changed. So one of the things that I'm going to be doing is I'm going to, you know, you guys know the vibes, but I'm going to keep that energy. I'm going to keep a peaceful energy. I'm going to keep a real peaceful energy, really productive energy I'm all about progress I'm not about regress I'm gonna make sure that I keep you guys laughing with my crazy awkward ass but just know too I'm 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 really I'm 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 really a gangster ass bitch okay I'm a gangster ass bitch I don't play no motherfucking games I don't take no motherfucking shit but at the same time too I'm very awkward I'm a geek and I'm very quiet and I'm very nice and I'm very giddy and I'm very nerdy and I like people Somewhat. Somewhat. You got to secure your energy too, because I'm manifesting a lot. Um, I'm going from being a nobody to a extracurricular nobody. And I'm manifesting that and I'm manifesting love and I'm manifesting peace and I'm manifesting abundance and I'm manifesting wealth and it's happening for me. In order to manifest that, you gotta subtract the things, the negativity that's not working for you in your life, that's causing you to go round and round in circles. So, with that being said, my name is Dream Nicole, aka Dream the Messenger, aka Big Dreamy on aka Blue Dream, aka the biggest cannabis smoker on the planet. I love you guys. It's been real. Good night.